0: Welcome back to Capitalize Your Fridays. I'm Taylor Dennis, Senior Wealth Design Specialist of Altius Financial.
1: And I'm Michael Williams, founder and president of Altius Financial, and I'm also our podcast co-host.
0: Yeah. So many of our listeners already know who we are. Maybe some of them are even clients. But for those of you who are maybe new, new to listening to our podcast or maybe new to being a client to Altius, we thought this would be a great opportunity to introduce ourselves and to introduce Altius as a
1: whole. First, we need to do a little quick uh, disclaimer. A quick reminder that any discussion we have on our podcast is not meant to be direct advice. This is mainly for informational, educational, hopefully a little motivational purposes. And your situation is unique and deserves special attention. So if you're looking for a financial team or if you're wanting some specific advice that applies to you uniquely, give us a call or talk to your planning team or, or reach out to us directly at Taylor at AltiusFinancial.com, or mal- Michael at AltiusFinancial.com, and you can always see a bunch of good content on our website at AltiusFinancial.com.
0: Perfect. So hopefully, there's not too much that we have to worry about in the in the way of a disclaimer. But I'm glad you got it covered, and we should be good. So my thoughts for today are really to do this kind of an interview type type structure. So. Since Mike is the founder of Altius, we really want to start with having some interview questions for him on really his background in finance and the founding of the company, and then kind of continue with discussing maybe the company fundamentals, um, a little bit about our philosophy, and then also really kind of diving into who are we. So let's introduce Jen, let's introduce then let's get to know our whole team.
1: That sounds like a good plan to me, Taylor. I also want to make sure we are talking to you guys. I, I can talk a lot about myself and the philosophy I've had for a while, but it'll be good to kind of reintroduce each of us to our clients and to any of our listeners.
0: Yeah. So, Mike, what got you interested in financial planning and wealth management to begin with?
1: So it goes back a long ways. I, um, I've always been interested in money, um, i find that interesting sometimes when i say that to people that i love money and i really love what money can do for people they kind of go well you're not supposed to love money but i do love money and what it can do for people how it can change people's lives if it's a tool you know it's it, it can't make you a better person It can't make you happier necessarily but it's a tool that can certainly make your life better and i've always been interested in money and investments um you know how do you how do you get a return how do you grow your money? How do you grow your capital? That's always been a fascinating thing for, for me. I, um, I got a double major when I was going to college. It took me a while to actually come up with a major. I, I really enjoyed going to school. I'm the kind of person who likes to learn. I, I feel like uh, that's one of the benefits of being in this industry is that you can be a lifelong learner. You're always learning about your clients and you're always learning about new ways to help them grow either their capital or themselves personally. So I doubled majored in finance and philosophy in college. And I knew I didn't want to go into corporate finance. I didn't want to sort of climb the corporate ladder and go into that, go that route. And I also knew I didn't want to become uh, an academic. You know, uh, there's, there's a route for philosophers to basically either do research and write and teach philosophy. But that's that means they've got to be you know students forever and in classrooms forever and you know go the whole academic route I knew I didn't want to do that so at that time the financial planning industry was sort of in its infancy in one sense you know because kind of marrying investments and stock brokering along with insurance and and the the thing is more of the public was demanding not products like insurance policies or mutual funds but advice. And so that was a perfect timing for me to enter this industry. And that's uh, right out of college. I started uh, in this industry. So, you know, it's it's dating me some, but I've been in this industry for 30 plus years.
0: Nice. It's cool to, to hear that we've both done this since right out of college. It was kind of, for both of us, it was a major turned into a career, which I feel lately it, you look around and there's so many different types of careers you can have. So Oftentimes, you'll find people will select a major, and they could have a career entirely different, and still use resources from that major, but in a different way. And so, it's kind of cool to see um, how we both kind of followed that whole, whole, Absolutely. all the way through. So, you, I was going to ask how long you've been in, in the industry, but you already said thirty years. How long? Well, a little has, more than
1: thirty years. I'm very <laughs> seasoned. <laughs>
0: seasoned just to perfection. That's right. <laughs> so, how long has Altius been around?
1: So Altius has been in existence since late 1999. It was kind of interesting. I was uh, part of it. Many of our clients go back further uh, than this, and they, they were with me when I first started, um, uh, both at IDS and American Express Financial Advisors. Um, but I wanted to, to establish my own uh, firm, and I wanted to do it before the turn of the century. I don't know why that was meaningful to me, but I, I was like, okay, here it is, 1999, and I want to start this new company, uh, with my own vision, uh, you know, right before the turn of the century. So Altius was begun in November, December of
0: 1999. Nice. And so Altius is a RIA. If, for those of you who are tuning into our Terminology Tuesdays, that was one of our first words. So <laughs> go check there for your definition. Um, <laughs> but Okay, in all seriousness, I think that it does get a little confusing. So, Mike, do you want to kind of explain what an RIA is and really, like, what does that mean for our clients? What what differentiates us from maybe other types of advisors?
1: Sure. Uh, RIA is one of those acronyms. You know, it's just a a couple of letters strung together that mean something. Um, it stands for Registered Investment Advisory Firm. And so Altius is our registered investment advisory firm that all that means is that we are um, regulated in a certain way and we make a choice, a conscious choice to say we're going to have a higher standard of advice that we give. We adhere to a fiduciary standard and that just means that it's our obligation to do the best thing that we can for our clients. There's a lower standard that people who've been in the business for a long time but don't take a fiduciary role it's more of a sales role. And I, I say that not with any disparity because I think sales is crucial and important in our industry and and really throughout our economy. But it's say, sales is basically the idea of saying, okay, I could sell you a financial product that's suitable for you. It may not be the best thing for you, but at least it's suitable. And then you get to make your decision from there. So it's just a higher fiduciary standard. And I also wanted to mention, I mean, Sometimes people ask me because altius is not a common word in English. Sometimes people say, "Well, yeah, what's
0: altius?"
1: (laughs) So altius, and that kind of goes back to my roots of philosophy. I I, um, again, I'm interested in philosophy, always have been, and particularly the ancient Greeks. So altius itself is a a Greek word, and it means altitude. Uh, That's the root of it: altitude or higher. And I wanted to have a higher standard. For my clients, our service, you know, our performance. I wanted to make sure that we were always reminding ourselves that we want to do better. We want to go higher. Um, for those of you who are familiar with the Olympics, the uh, the phrase or the tagline for the Olympics is called "Altius, Citius, Fortius," and that's just higher, faster, stronger. Um, and again, it's it's sort of my my interest and. Um, Sort of honoring the ancient Greeks in terms of having that higher standard for our clients
0: Were there any um and this is just totally random, but were there any like runner-up names that you went through or did you just know from the start? Altius, that's what it's gonna
1: be. That is a really random question. That's <laughs> pretty interesting. Um there were lots of things that I considered. I can't remember them off my top of my head, but I was I was, you know, trying to look for Greek or Latin words, you know. Yeah looking at it's funny because we have this logo and at the time i didn't really it didn't really matter to me but if you think about it lots of financial institutions or government institutions have sort of a you know a iconic column from the greeks or the romans and it's it is historically meaningful i mean people people associate that with western civilization and lots of mostly lots of good things that that people have you know that soundness of judgment and wisdom and so i was looking for names that th- that kind of stood for that that uh, had sort of a timeless aspect to them um but i, I can't remember off the top of my head I, I bet if i go back i could i could show you drawings from my brother in terms of logos or words that i was considering but i settled on altius nice so
2: this is probably kind
0: of maybe jump in into the guts of things. So what kind of services should our listeners be expecting to receive from Altius?
1: Well, the most important they should expect, and it kind of, kind of goes back to that uh, higher standard, they should, they should re- expect us to be looking out for them and their interest. I mean, my standard, and I think you share this, Taylor, that's one of the things that I like about you from the very beginning is, you know, if I, if, I were, if I were that person, if I were that client, and knowing everything I know about them, and that's partly why we're so nosy and ask them lots of questions, because we do want to know them well. But if, I, if whatever I know about them, about what they value, what's important to them, what their circumstances are, what the facts are, you know, how much money do they make? What do they owe? Those kinds of things. What would I do? Um, what would I do if I were in their shoes? So the most important service is, you know, giving them honest, frank advice on what we would do if they were, you know, knowing what we know about them and having the knowledge base So we do. That's kind of what they're looking for is, you know, we know a language. We know a whole industry that oftentimes they don't have familiarity with or don't really have time or interest to get to know, you know, the whole financial, product, business, investments, and so forth. And so that's the number one thing. But that's kind of kind of abstract. I mean, we offer two different kinds of services. One is, you know, formalized planning where we actually build – a long-term plan for their financial security and soundness. Uh, and that's, um, you know, financial planning has some specific as- aspects. I don't know if you're going to ask me about that, you know, the how- yeah. breakdown of what planning means. But the second part is portfolio management, where we're actually building and managing uh, a portfolio of assets to meet that long-term plan of security for our clients. So those are the two major categories of services that we offer. Okay.
0: I know that in our, one of our recent podcast episodes, we did kind of dive into the six areas of financial planning. So I'm not sure if it's worthwhile to reiterate that, but maybe just a quick, do you want me to do a quick overview? Yeah,
1: that'd be good. I mean, I can interview you now. <laughs> Taylor, you tell me, what are, the, what are the six areas of financial planning that I was just talking about that, what are the components of a sound balanced overall financial plan?
0: yeah so you you kind of want to start with what is your financial position and that sounds like a weird okay what what the heck does that mean but you it really breaks down to okay what do i have and what flows in and out so what do i have is you're looking at your net worth so what's coming in and what sticks minus what do i owe so what do i own minus what do i owe that is what is all stuck left with me and that's my net worth And then what's, what are your cash flows? So that's as simple as where is the cash flowing? What is flowing in? What is flowing out? What is the net? What do I need to live on? Um, Those are kind of the two basic statements to kind of tell you, okay, where, how sound is my financial situation? Next, once you know what your financial situation looks like, you kind of want to, obviously you want to protect it. So you're looking at what's called risk management. It's just a fancy word for insurance. Um, we don't directly sell insurance but we make sure that if you need specific protection you have it the next one is okay what what do people mostly come to us for and that's the investment side of things so if maybe you just got an inheritance maybe you just set up a retirement account you're trying to figure out how do i invest that that's part of what we do the next one would be taxes so it's not very fun but you got to do it (laughs) you If you're setting up an investment account, you want to make sure you're setting up the right one for your tax situation. You want to make sure if you're taking distributions from your account, what kind of impact is that going to have in this calendar year for your taxes? Um, All those kinds of situations. The fifth one is what I would say is probably the second biggest reason that people come to advisors. And that's what I like to call goal planning. So a lot of advisors that you'll speak with will say, oh, we cover retirement planning. I definitely would say retirement planning is one of the the main consistent things that everyone comes to us for. But the reality is between now and retirement, you likely have at least five, maybe 10, maybe 20, possibly 30 plus years. And you've probably got a lot of financial goals between now and then. So obviously we want to make sure we're focusing on your retirement, but we want to focus on everything between now and then as well. And the last one is kind of a hard one, but it's estate planning. So it's the making sure that you've got the right beneficiaries, making sure your assets pass on as you wish at the end of your life.
1: Yeah, that you did a better job of that than I could probably as far as explaining those six areas. <laughs> Thanks. So um, I was going to ask you, what do you think makes Altius different or unique in the marketplace?
0: Oh, that's a good one. I think it's kind of everything about us. I I think our communication with clients is very I love that someone can just call us up on the phone and say, hey, I've got a quick question. Maybe I want to learn something. I think having that foundation of education is so valuable to us. And so for someone to, we had someone even call us recently and say, hey, I want to know about annuities. I want to know about these specific finance terms. And for us to be able to turn around and say, I either know that and here is what these things mean. Or... If I don't know that off the top of my head, I will find the answers for you. I'll find the person to connect you with the knowledge that you're looking for. So I think having a, a basis in education is um,
1: yeah, unique you. and helpful for us. I feel I feel the same way. I mean, I I kind of will go back to um, I don't know if any of our listeners play board games or you know kind of things like that. Uh, or if, if you if you guys do, I'm yeah. sitting around looking at my team and if. You guys, <laughs> If you yeah, which do. was our
0: last board game meeting but
1: <laughs> uh, and i haven't played this in a while but we used to play as a family a game called pictionary and i'm not really a great artist you know that's the game you try to draw things and then the then the people the, the people are trying to guess what you're you know what the clue is or what what the actual words you're trying to communicate are yeah. and i was pretty good at that and i, I see that. it sounds a little <laughs> egotistical because i'm not a great artist in any shape um <laughs> But I like of my I I like to think of myself, and this goes goes back to that educational aspect. I like to think of myself as someone who can simplify things for people. So you have these abstract concepts, because finance is very abstract, um, and you know it, it's not something that comes intuitively for most people. But if we can make it simple and say, oh, okay, I get how that connects to something else. I mean, so I mean, the way I'd answer that question is, what makes us unique is partly, like you said, that educational or simplifying aspect. I also um, have, and this goes back to my my own personal interest. I have a deep interest, at least, in understanding human actions, psychology, and economics. Um, so, I think I have probably a better understanding than most of my peers of how the economy actually works, or how they decide, how the evolution and history of the economy happened, even the the evolution of how financial products were built. Um yeah. uh as well as the tax code, which is kind of depressing, but I mean, I know more about the tax code than I really would like to, but it's that kind of deeper interest that I think sometimes gives our clients more confidence in in the kind of advice that we're giving them. Hopefully that sets us apart from some of the other competition that we have
0: yeah definitely i I do definitely think that you're from my perspective you're definitely a wealth of knowledge for um a vast variety of, like, current events and politics and history. And so I think having all of that helps you be able to say, like, a client can come up to you and say, hey, I have a question on a specific past event or current event or future event. And you're great to turn around and say, hey, here's my thoughts on how that might impact your finances, your financial situation, the economy as a whole.
1: No matter Uh, what, I'm going to be able to make something up, is what you're saying.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I just, I, I think since you're you like the philosophy side of things and you like the history, having that foundation um, is a good resource.
1: Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah.
0: So when's the best time to hire a financial advisor other than right now?
1: <laughs> well, that is the right answer, right? Um, uh, it's always a good time to get good knowledge and wisdom. I mean, that's that sounds arrogant, right? You know, we provide okay. wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> Are we that smart? Are we really that that good to be able to provide, quote, wisdom? Um, but I think it's always a good time to have more information that's distilled, which is knowledge, which is distilled even further into wisdom, which means, is this something I can act upon that's going to help me be a better person and have a better life? Uh, to me, that's what wisdom means. And it's never too early to do that. And it's never a bad time to have that. Um, you know, sometimes... The best time is when you have life changes. When you when you have some uh, you know, a substantial uh, decision. Maybe you have a new job. Maybe you, maybe you've got uh, an inheritance. Uh, maybe um, you know you're trying to make some significant decisions with regard to a uh, a business or uh, some change in your life. Uh, having children that's a big big deal for most people. Um, all those life changes are good times to hire a financial advisor. I, you, one of the things I always have a perspective on this. Um, it's interesting how and this is true in any field people who need advice the most sometimes value it the least or the least least likely to pay for it yeah. um it's amazing how uh, you know the clients who we have that are most successful are successful because they're already doing basic things right they're they're already spending less than they make they're already diversifying their investments they're already they're, they're seekers of wisdom and they but that's the kind of thing is if you are that kind of person where you're wanting to get smarter and better and, and do better all the time, then you're constantly seeking advice and you know a better way to do it. So um, it's unfortunate that the people who need us the most sometimes don't see us see the value. But you know that's you know, that's the great thing about having a free society and having free will is you got to make your own calls. But uh, I guess that's a long winded way to say I think it's always a good time to employ someone you trust who has some knowledge that maybe you don't know
0: well and i i think that kind of circles into what was the foundation of even this podcast as a whole i think like you're saying a lot of people maybe would say hey i'm not maybe i'm not rich yet maybe i don't think i can afford to pay someone to give me financial advice or afford to pay someone to manage my money but i still want that knowledge i still want to have that good foundation and work my way up. So having a podcast that's free to access available to anyone who has any of the platforms, which there's like eight of them (laughs) to listen to makes it makes finance accessible to everyone. And then hopefully that allows you to say, is this something I'm even really willing to pay for? Or is it, Something I can do on my own, or it, it can help you kind of solidify those thoughts. On yeah,
1: I agree, like, and that, that and that's the wonderful and wonderful thing about podcasts and and social media and the sort of I hate this word, but the democratization democratization of of information. I mean, the internet's a wonderful thing because we all have access. I mean, you know, during this time of COVID, it's kind of weird because everyone's a an epidemiologist and they don't know squat, right? <laughs> we're all making all these you know statements about masks or vaccines, and we don't know what we're talking about, but but and that that's the danger of of having this flattening of of having people be able to access all kinds of information but it's also a beautiful thing and then you can you can make your own decisions you can say well i i trust this source i i like i like listening to Mike and Taylor because they seem like they have an accessible way and and they simplify things for me or like some other source i mean that's the wonderful thing about our economy right now is that people can can choose and, and it's incumbent upon us to continue to be better about communicating the the knowledge and wisdom that we offer.
3: Yeah,
0: definitely. So, do you have any questions for me?
1: Of course, I do. <laughs> <laughs> now, I feel you, you, I have
0: asked you a few questions about.
1: So now I'm the interviewer and you the interviewee. Um, <laughs> so you already talked a little bit about your our, our common history of you know having that same kind of interest in college um yeah and i i definitely remember hiring you or, or interviewing you meeting you for the first time at at the uh, td conference they have a, a wonderful uh opportunity for young people who are getting into the business to meet you know okay older crusty seasoned <laughs> veterans like myself um and that's how we met we met at a td conference in florida and And I found out that you were actually located in Colorado. And and I I knew that uh, CSU had a a really sterling program for trained financial advisors. They have a fantastic reputation and a great curriculum. So uh, that was a wonderful way to meet you. But tell me more about your interest in the business, the the whole investment money side of things. Tell us where you kind of got motivated that way.
0: Yeah. So kind of a similar story. I think I knew I liked money even as a small child. I was the kid who tried to con their parents into paying them back more money <laughs> just selling things that they had bought for me, <laughs> which now I'm jokingly calling it a con. But as a kid, I thought, oh, look at me. My mom gave me this candy and now I'm going to sell it back to her as my candy business or something <laughs> something ridiculous. And she'd come up with a few nickels and pass me along some coins and say, yeah, good job. You're such a great business owner. <laughs> um, but I think... Going into like high school type age, I, I knew I wanted to do something where I was working directly with people. I had a little bit of an affinity towards finance and I was fortunate to be able to attend some courses with my sister in law who was already in the finance field in college. She let me sit in on some finance classes and it was kind of her way of saying, Hey, well if you think you like this, let's figure out if you like it before you start paying a lot of money to a college to to actually start learning. Um, from there I said, oh yeah, no, I, I really do think I want to pursue this. And my stepdad was fortunate to be in the investment side of his company at the time. And so he was able to get me to the New York stock exchange to do a, a nice breakfast at the stock exchange, followed by going on the floor, watching the ringing of the bell, um, we were in the elevator with the CEO of Pepsi, which was really cool. I didn't know until after she left the elevator. Yeah, that's <laughs> Otherwise it probably would have embarrassed
1: us. <laughs> I mean, pe- people, people who are growing up in the business today, I don't think they really necessarily have that opportunity because most of it's technology now, right? I mean, but, yeah. but I did get, I get a chance, I got a chance to go to the New York stock exchange and the commodity uh, exchange in Chicago. And that, that kind of energy is fun.
0: Yeah. Just the energy in the room and moving and seeing all the screens light up. And it's like, Oh, there's red, there's green. What's going up? What are they trading? And it's, it's it's interesting because I I could almost compare it to be like being at a farmer's market because it's it's the same thing. People are trading actively, but you don't necessarily see the buyers. You just see the seller type of thing. You see the the money, mar- the market makers mm-hmm. at the stock exchange, whereas physically at a farmer's market, you see the buyers, the sellers, the growers. Um, so it's it was a cool experience. And I think that really solidified things to, for me to say, OK, no, this is really something I want to get into what should I do next? So I instantly went for the finance role with college, and just continued kind of honing in on what what profession do I want to pursue with that. And... You know, you
1: mentioned your stepdad, and I, and I met yeah. both your parents, and that's one of the things that uh, that attracted me early on because you could tell um, when when someone has a background, uh, you know, and we all we don't choose our parents and or step parents for that matter. We we, we just kind of grew up the way we do and it's yeah. interesting how you do hopefully gain something from how you're raised and uh, it was obvious to me that they you know they had you know sort of a cause and effect and a, and a consequences type of <laughs> approach to raising kids and yeah. you know money wasn't just something that they just uh, you know, they had probably resources, but they didn't just throw it out and, and you had to earn things. And that was something that was really uh, kind of appealing to me because you knew the, you knew sort of the source of where money came from. You had to earn it and you had to, you had to manage it. you had to think yeah. differently about it. and that's an ideal circumstance for someone to, to help others learn that skill.
0: Yeah, we we kind of joke that everything came with a contract at my house, <laughs> which is kind of funny because now we talk to clients and we'll say, oh, you should maybe have an education contract with your kids, or you should maybe have a leasing contract with your significant other. Or things yeah, I those think lines, some of our clients but... think we
1: overdo that a little bit, but <laughs> but you know, it's a matter of saying, okay, uh, you know, let's be clear on what our expectations are, and that's that's the yeah. thing that I think uh, that your parents probably did for you and. And then, you know, we, we started working together and you immediately jumped into with both feet into getting that certified financial planner designation, which is, yeah. you know, as, as most of our clients know, is the uh, gold standard for for helping uh, people make financial decisions. Um, tell us a little bit about, about, more about your role. You know, um, you know I mean, yeah. I'm just interested. I think our listeners would be interested in knowing more about what you actually do day to day, maybe as opposed to or in addition to what I do.
0: Yeah, so aside from being this podcast co host, which um, is great, but it's not really necessarily my direct career, our, <laughs> our prim- my primary work at Altius as one of our CFPs is working directly with clients to ensure their goals are really met. So maybe that's working on their financial planning, helping with their investment allocation, um, helping them make big choices, big decisions. Um, and then also kind of helping with any kind of needs analysis they might have, transfers of money, transfers of accounts, trading, um, beneficiary clarity, risk discussions. So it, the list kind of goes on. It's, I pretty much follow along with the financial planning strategy as far as those six areas. I help people with everything involving those.
1: Yeah and you really you really know the tool better than all of us or uh, me as well now the we you know use a, a very sophisticated um software piece of software it's a planning engine but uh Taylor actually is the expert on using our financial planning tool and uh can really make that help ha- have that tool help answer questions for clients and so that's one of the things I'm really really impressed by and and also grateful for um, so, what do you get? What do you get the most satisfaction of? What, what do you enjoy the most about working with Altius?
0: Oh, that's a good question. I think for me, it's I love seeing people actually achieve what they want. So maybe that's okay. I have been saving for a five twenty nine plan, and now my kids are finally finally going to college. Or maybe it's oh, well, we just bought the house that we're gonna spend the rest of our lives in. Or the first time home buyer, um, I think seeing people live their lives and like be able to live their lives fully is, um, is really a fulfilling thing for me. I also do like, like I'm a puzzle person type thing. So I love when people come in with a lot of moving pieces and I think immediately it's like, okay, let's grab all this information and put it together. But I think it's fun breaking it down and actually analyzing and, um, helping them make good next steps and decisions. Cool. So I, I do think we, I appreciate you asking me some questions, but I do want to make sure we're also asking questions for Jen and Crescent as well, because we do have them in the studio today. and
1: So um, you're right. It's been a conversation between you and I, Taylor, but we've got uh, both uh, Jen and Crescent here in the studio with us, and you guys have been just kind of listening to us t- talk a little bit. But I'm, I'm curious just in how you might express things, uh, Jen. Um, Jen Crager is our... our um, uh, Wonderful person that you see uh, when you write when you come into the office or when you call. She's our director of first impressions, and I'm just curious, Jen. Give us a little bit of background with your history of Altius. You know uh, how you started, what you like about it. Uh, tell us about Jen.
2: Well, I've been with Altius for nine years. I especially love our clients. That is my favorite thing to do or to deal with at <laughs> my job, um, and all the all the great meanings of the term. But uh, I pretty much am the person to go to for scheduling. I don't like it when anybody else schedules. I like, <laughs> I like to manage time. <laughs> <laughs> so don't call Mike or me. It makes you I, I screw
1: yep. up my schedule all the time. I, mean, I,
2: I do like the calendar to run smoothly for Altius, and I want to make sure that everybody's needs are met. So call or email me. And that is the fastest, easiest way to get on to the Altius calendar, especially for that free consultation if you know anybody.
1: You know, it's funny. You, you mentioned that you like the clients the best. And um, we could probably talk a lot about our clients. You know, uh, you know, we don't want to name any names, but uh, th- they have some unique personalities. And, and it's like we were saying, you're sort of the first contact. And it's interesting how you develop. I don't know, kind of a, a special relationship with people when they, they see you first and they they know, you know, okay, I'm going to go talk to Taylor or Mike, but Jen's really know, <laughs> the person to know.
2: Yeah. And there's a different level of seriousness that I get to enjoy that has nothing to do with money. Yeah.
1: yeah. So if you weren't working with Altius, what would you be doing? What, tell us some of your background.
2: I have a degree in criminal justice. I would I would probably be there or somewhere dirty with animals. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Take a little bit after your mom, a, a lover of animals and a nurturer um and also a green thumb uh for for most of our clients who've been to the office they know that uh it's not me who's keeping the plants going. Um <laughs> you do a fantastic w- job with living things. Um so um a criminal justice. How did how did you uh how did you get interested in that?
2: Well, I started out with uh, childhood art education and found out I don't deal with children, unfortunately, <laughs> so I, I changed my degree, landed in the medical field, and didn't want to hurt people, <laughs> <laughs> had to change my degree again, and I wanted to help people, so I I stuck with criminal justice.
1: So you mentioned the clients, working with the clients is your favorite thing. Um, what's your least favorite thing? Although maybe I don't want to ask that because <laughs> I might implicate myself.
0: Uh-oh. Don't name any names. <laughs>
2: <laughs> my Just my me. least favorite is probably our team meetings. They get a lot done, though. So.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's interesting because you do a good job of helping us keep on track. I know I can be, uh, I don't know, famous for rabbit holes. Um but that's that is a crucial part of our yeah. our right. weekly routine is making sure we um, we stay organized and you do a great job of keeping us on track. What else would you want to share about you know your background or experience with Altius or otherwise,
2: or what do you do in your free time if you want to share?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
2: I paint. I I like anything to do with wolves and hockey.
1: Big Avs fan.
2: Very oh, yes. very big. <laughs> Since they came to Colorado. Yeah.
0: Jen took me to my first hockey game, actually. Fun fact. <laughs> it was my first time ever going, and I had to go out and get a, an abs shirt, and it's still one of my most cozy shirts. I'm like, I don't know that I keep track of the abs as much as I should, but I'm supporting them in spirit, and I'm wearing their cozy clothes.
2: <laughs> and your wedding colors were beautiful colors. <laughs> also abs colors.
1: Abs <laughs> colors for the wedding. That was interesting. So
2: Not planned that way. Just a happy stance.
1: Yeah. So I also wanted to, to, I don't know, introduce and ask questions of Crescent. Crescent, uh, um, I don't know, I, it feels weird, like, uh, talking about you. I think I should just have you talk about yourself. But
0: Yeah, should I be asking the questions? Yeah, you, actually, you, that, would, that would be better. You raised her.
1: <laughs> That's right. There's some if bias you, here.
0: If you don't know everything by now, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so Crescent. Uh, tell us a little bit about about you when you're a somewhat recent grad.
3: Uh yeah, so I, I graduated um, I guess three years ago now, almost four. Oh wow. Yeah, so starting <laughs> to be not so recent. Um, but yeah, so I am Mike's daughter. Um, I am the operations analyst at Altius, and so it entails like a lot of different things. But um, but yeah, so I. I don't know what you kind of want to know. Yeah, so,
0: like, what does your day-to-day look like? What are are maybe your biggest roles or activities with Altius?
3: Yeah, so I'm mainly less client-facing and more the backside of Altius. So um, just dealing with operations, I deal with, like, a lot of just helping the business kind of function um, just overall without dealing with clients. So that's a lot of accounting, bookkeeping, kind of things, and then um, I, you know, help record the podcasts. Um, That's just something that I have some experience in from one of my majors. Um, Yeah, talk about your
1: your educational background and just sort of that interest.
3: Yeah, so I double majored, just like my dad, um, (laughs) in school. Um, So I went to Rollins College in Florida, and I double majored in chemistry and music, And with my music major, I kind of had a focus in um, composition and production. So that's kind of where I got into kind of helping Altius start, you know, recording and producing their podcasts. Um,
1: So our production factor has gone up. And and you, well, you said, you know, we both had a double major. (laughs) You were clearly more (laughs) scientific-oriented than I was. And I mentioned my... uh, my brief foray into chemistry. Why, why chemistry? What were you interested in chemistry for?
3: So originally I went to Rollins uh, to double major in music and marine biology. So I wanted to do, um, I wanted to be, you know, with the dolphins kind of thing. Um, I was always obsessed with, you know, dolphins and marine life. Um, but I realized that I, Didn't want to be on a boat for my whole life. Um, I did a field study where I was tagging sharks and stingrays um, in between my freshman and sophomore year of college and realized that it wasn't necessarily for me, but I still like science. And one of my chemistry professors told me that I was pretty good at chemistry, and she thought that, you know, maybe I could, you know, see myself majoring in that, and there's a lot of opportunities um, just from that degree whether that be in chemistry or just in really anything in life. Um, and so I kind of slowly made my, my switch over to chemistry and kept music as um, my second major. Um, and, yeah, and I do get a lot out of it just working at Altius now, um, too.
1: Yeah, so we really do benefit from, you know, the uh, I don't know, the first episode yeah. of our podcast we probably – was I don't know if people will go back and listen to it and, and uh understand the produ- production value that wasn't there um you were you know you were like a, a kind of a music engineer even in college on on the campus radio station and that's helped us a ton that that experience you have in terms of being able to produce a little bit better sound quality i know i'm sort of resistant to that cuz we this isn't what we do i mean this isn't our our um you know what we do is give financial advice, produce financial plans and ma- manage portfolios um that's what clients pay us to. they don't pay us to necessarily do podcasts. We just feel like this is a kind of a value added thing to to help uh communicate our message. but it is good to have um have a little bit better sound quality and um so we're very thankful for that that skill set you're bringing to us um you know a lot of people always ask me, well, that's kind of cool that you have your sister your, your not your sister your daughter. Your daughter working with you um how's that going is that good or bad i mean i have my own answer to that but what's your answer
0: <laughs> no
3: pressure <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> for all the world You're to tired.
1: hear um. <laughs> <laughs> say something nice about me
3: <laughs> no i think it's good it's definitely been an experience like with ups and downs um working with you as my dad and my boss um but it's I've learned a lot, and you pushed me to learn faster. And I've, I've already been kind of a quick learner, but I feel like now I really can understand a lot more and more quickly. Um, just because I kind of dove into this field that's I didn't know anything about except for, like, things that you've told me as I've grown up. So that's kind of helped um, just overall me being faster and learning quicker, and then um, combining that with my own, like, problem-solving skills from both my chem major and my music major, I think it's kind of set me um, kind of up for a, a good position in the operations position.
1: Yeah, I, I, and like I said, I have my own answer. It's, it's been wonderful for me uh, to, to see you um, jump into it with both feet and have you know, have just uh, a thirst for knowledge and and understanding a field that you weren't familiar with before. Yeah, uh, I don't know how long it'll last. I mean, I, I I um, as a dad, who wants the best for his kid. Um, it's great to work with you, but I want you to pursue your own your own goals. And I know you have lots of goals. I mean, it's you you are already continuing to pursue the m- music goal. You know, you've got you've got students. You know, that you tutor and so forth. Um, so. Uh, We'll just see how it goes. I mean, from my perspective, it's going great. And I think most of our clients, to the extent that they've seen you in action, have appreciated the work that you're doing. And so we're really happy to have you on board. And um, um, anything else you want to share about uh, either yourself personally or your experience with Altius?
3: I mean, just a little bit more about me. I'm just a, a big, you know, Colorado person just kind of like Janet and taylor even um even though she's in california now but <laughs> still love it here <laughs> yeah like i i definitely love you know colorado love to hike ski all that um it's actually how taylor and i kind of became friends before i started working here it Was our just kind of passion for goals and hiking so it's been um an interesting you know kind of jump into altius but it's not been bad i don't think
1: that's good. It's not been bad. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that's a little bit about us. Uh, we could uh, ask a whole lot more. We didn't. Re- you and I didn't really get into some of our outside interests. Uh, both Jen and, and Crescent talked about some of their their interests. Although Crescent just mentioned your hiking. And and those those of you who know uh, Taylor knows she is a goal machine, just like uh, Crescent <laughs> is. They're, they're both good examples of you know, being passionate about lots of different things and, and pursuing them, taking action. And that's what we hope to help our clients do as well is to, to make sure that you know, they uh, don't give up on their goals and dreams. They they go ahead and act on them. And, and even though sometimes you get failure, that's part of what life is about. You, you keep moving forward. And they're both inspirational and uh, good models for me and hopefully for our clients.
0: Yeah, I would definitely say... Um... We, I don't want to spend too much time. So I would like to say I collect goals and I collect hobbies. <laughs> <A> <laughs> if it's fun, collector. I probably like it. <laughs> I'll try most hobbies once.
1: <laughs> well, I want to say thank you to our listeners to, uh, uh, indulging us here and talking about ourselves. Um, hopefully uh, if you've known us for a long time, maybe some of this stuff was repetitive. Um, but if you're new to our our practice and new to our business. Um hopefully you found something interesting. We invite you to continue to follow and like us and friend us on Instagram or give us feedback about our podcasts. Uh you know, take take a look at the social media that we're providing. Uh all the platforms, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, we all have them saved as Altius Financial. Uh you can find them easily typed as all one word. And you should be able to see our logo in the profile picture. Um For those of you who enjoyed last year's uh, 53-week challenge, we had a kind of week-by-week challenge that you could follow along with. We're also inviting you to tune in this year. Uh, um, Each week we have a Tuesdays, uh, a Terminology Tuesdays, where we post finance terminologies. uh, Basically a definition and a little commentary on what this word, you may or may not be familiar with what it means and how it it applies to you. And of course, if you're interested in setting up a financial plan or have any questions, comments, thoughts, suggestions, please feel free to reach out to us. You can reach T- Taylor at taylor at altiusfinancial.com. You can certainly meet reach me at all, Michael at altiusfinancial.com. And you can get lots of great content on our website. Thank you for joining us. Thank my team for you guys for uh, uh, sitting here and, and helping us record this and introducing yourselves a little bit more in, in detail to our clients and, uh, Hopefully everyone has a fantastic Friday. Capitalize on this Friday and this weekend. Have a fantastic weekend.
0: Thanks, everyone.